What's up, monsters? Welcome back to the Wake the Monster podcast. First of all, I know I'm a day late getting this podcast out to you. I apologize for that. Uh, just had some scheduling conflicts that came up between the family and some other things. So apologize, but I owe you three in a week, so here it is. The conversation today is going to be about Kobe, about Kobe Bryant, because obviously this past week was the two-year anniversary of, of him and his daughter passing away. You know, so I want to talk about it a little bit. I want to talk about why it was different for me compared to other celebrities passing away. You know, obviously the extreme way that him and his daughter passed was just tragic and, and sad. And it was a terrible story to read, terrible story to hear. Even the aftermath of it with the, the way the police investigators were handling photos and the invasiveness to the rest of the family. You know, like it, that was all just terrible to, to see and to listen to. But I kind of want to stay on focus about Kobe and his daughter passing away and, and why that was impactful to me. You know, celebrity deaths don't normally affect me that much. Right? This past year, we had you know, Bob Saget did Full House, Fuller House, you know, an icon. Betty White passed away. It was like less than a month shy of her 100th birthday. And she's an icon, and countless celebrities have passed away over the past year. And I mean, it's sad, you know, no doubt about it. <clears throat> and two people that those celebrities were in their homes every night or, or just part of their life, part of their upbringing, part of the development of their character. You know, for, for people that didn't have the most well-established, the safest, the securest homes to grow up in, Things like TV and movies really helped influence them, help mold them, help raise them, build their character, and build their personality of what they are today. Celebrity deaths have never really been a big deal to me. You know, I, I hear about one, and it's like, ah, oh, that sucks. You know, a hundred thousand people, probably more, died yesterday, just across the world, right? But because this one person was good at a skill that society values or they were propped up by a business or an industry, we're supposed to feel something personal, feel something extra about that person. That's just, that never hit home to me because that person is still just a human, just like me, just like my neighbor, just like you, just like everybody else in the world, just like the other 100,000 people that died yesterday, right? So. Like celebrity deaths were just never that impactful to me. But Kobe's was different. You know? Now like I'm from the suburbs of Philly, right? Like I I, I was born just outside of the city, raised for the most of the time outside the city. I went to high school in the city, worked in the city growing up in those, you know, real formative teenage years. Did a lot of my running around, a lot of my, my wilding out in the city closest friends are from the city, you know, and, and Kobe was from Philly. He went to Lower Marion High School. He got drafted out of Philadelphia. So it was cool to see somebody from Philly come up, make it, not only make it, but have a career that puts him in position to be a GOAT. Right? Like Kobe is 
very easily in the conversation of top five basketball players of all time, right? We we got you got Jordan, Braun, Kobe, Wilt, Russ. I mean, depending on how far back you can go, right? Like that argument's kind of wild because every generation of basketball is different, so you can't really compare, right? But you now it's fun for the fans to have that argument. But you could put Kobe in the top five, no doubt, easily. You know, so it was cool to see a dude from Philly make it like that. It's 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 rare that you have legit from Philly type people make it big. And you got Will Smith is from Philly. He rides for Philly all the time. You got Kobe. You got Meek. You know, all different genres, all different ways of making it big. Right? And they impact different people in different ways. Paul Felder for my UFC fans. Paul Felder out there, uh, the Irish Dragon, a nickname that that Conor McGregor hates. I'm getting way off topic on that point, right? Paul Felder's a Philly guy. Nowhere near the same level of success in his profession. But this is about Kobe. One of my favorite Kobe stories when it comes to basketball is one that Jay Williams tells. And Jay Williams is like, yo, so I was in my rookie year. I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit because it's his story. It's not mine to tell. No, and I would butcher it if I try to go verbatim, right? So I'll summarize it. When Jay Williams is talking about the first time he got to play Kobe in his rookie year, and he shows up early. Jay shows up early. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna get it in. I'm gonna get my shots up. I'm going. I'm. I'm gonna cook tonight. I'm gonna go for 40, right? I'm gonna just put up huge numbers. I'm playing against Kobe, and I'm gonna show him that I'm real. I'm here, and I'm the new kid in the league, right? Like I'm here to take over. So Jay gets there for warmups. Kobe's already in there warming up. Jay says, yo, when he's warming up, like, I'm not talking about he just got there. He said, when I saw Kobe, Kobe's drenched in sweat, just all over, just pouring sweat. It's three hours before game time. So Jay's like, all right, cool. So Jay goes through his warm up, does 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. Gets done, goes and sits down on the bench, looks down the other end of the court. Kobe's still drilling, still drilling. And not like half speed. Kobe's doing game speed moves, game moves with his trainer, with his, with his team, right? Or with his, with the staff. And when Jay watches him for another 20 minutes, Kobe finishes up, walks off, and Jay's like, okay. So Jay's thinking that, I mean, he's going to be tired, right? He must be working something. This must be an off game for him. You know, just kind of going through the motions in the game because he's drilling, maybe he's rehabbing, whatever. Kobe goes for like 40 that night, just cooks all over the place, just roasts the entire team. Bulls can't do anything to stop him. And Jay's just dumbfounded. He's like, I, I can't believe what I just saw. I can't believe what I saw before the game. I can't believe what he did in the game. Like, how's this man got this energy? What's going on? So after the game, Jay walks up to him. Jay says, yo, Kobe, like, respect. I got to know. Why were you working so hard pregame? Like, what was that all about? You know, and Kobe says to him, I saw you walk in. And when I saw you walk in, I had to let you know that no matter what you do, you won't outwork me. You can't outwork me. I will outwork anybody. I will out hustle anybody. It doesn't matter. I'm Kobe, and this is how I get there. I had to let you know you, you ain't going to outwork me. And Jay's like, damn. Like that. That's when you hear that Mamba mentality, right? You hear the, the Mamba concept around Kobe. That's it. He wasn't out there doing 360 dunks, trying to impress, trying to get oohs and ahs from Jay. He's literally just grinding. Literally just out there. I'm going to outwork you. That's it. I don't care about the flash. I don't care about the style. I don't care about any of that. I'm literally going to outwork you. 
you know, when we got a personality like that, it's going to rub people the wrong way. It's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way because Kobe was, was in that Jordan mold where it was like, hey, I'm going to outwork you, but if you're on my team, you better have that same attitude towards me. Like you better push just as hard as I'm pushing or else I don't want you here. You know, Jordan, Kobe, they had that similar mindset. It was all just kill or be killed, right? That's that Mamba mindset. It was always my, my, my favorite story when it comes to basketball about Kobe. It was just, I will outwork you. There's nothing you can do about it. You may as well just just quit. Like Kobe's out there demoralizing people before games just by warming up. He doesn't even have to go, he doesn't have to play them. Jay didn't have to guard him. He just found out afterwards, like, hey, Kobe's different. And it's always going to be that way. No, but even with that, even with that mama mentality, even with the rings, even with the scoring, even with the just everything that he did on the court. When he passed away, that still had nothing to do with it for me. Right? Because that, that's still just a celebrity. That's still just an athlete. You know, like sad because you're a human and you passed away. Yeah, absolutely. And in a tragic way, yes, that's all there. But like that would just be a normal celebrity to me. A normal person that I got to watch play that I never met, had no real impact on my life outside of that, right? But Kobe's death was, I mean, real to so many people. It was impactful to so many people, right? millions of fans. You know, think about the like the influence he has in China. So think about what they're feeling when he passes away. The entire league, obviously. LeBron had just passed him on the scoring list, and he passed him in Philly on the scoring list. Like, you know, it was real cinematic the way that happened but that still wasn't it you know for for me Kobe passing away was so impactful because of the type of father he was like think about he was flying his daughter and some teammates to their game or to practice what it, it was something for their team and they were on the helicopter, and the helicopter goes down like that. Like in that moment, he was being a father. He was being a supportive dad. He was riding for his daughter. You know, he's coaching the team. One of the greatest basketball players of all time is out there coaching, like a girls' middle school AAU team. That's that's unhurt. That doesn't happen. The the best of the best don't do that. They go out and they monetize their capabilities in other ways. They go on to ESPN. They start their own networks. They do all this other stuff. Like, I mean, they got this philanthropic thing in the background. But Kobe was literally just like, yeah, I'm good. Now I'm going to coach my daughter and I'm going to make her one of the best in the world. Period. And that was, that was his focus. All the money in the world, he could do anything. He could run around and just pay off whatever he wanted to just live his life the way he wanted to. Like so many celebrities do. With all with the world at his at his lap, he said, "I'm I'm gonna be a dad. I'm retired now, and I'm just gonna be the best dad that I can be to my kids." That that's why him passing away was so impactful. That that's why that that tra- I mean the tragedy of of that helicopter going down, and the people that were in it, him and his daughter passing away together. That made it significant to me. Because you don't hear 
celebrities devoting themselves to their family the way you heard it about Kobe. You don't hear millionaires stepping away from the thing that made them millionaires and then deciding, hey, I don't want to keep hustling for this. You know, I mean, he had his things. He had the the vitamin water. He was doing all, he was still earning, still still putting it out there. But he was, he was hashtag girl dad, right? Like that was the trending thing after he passed away was hashtag girl dad on, on all the social media platforms. And it was because of him. What other celebrities do you hear about doing that? You know, it's, it was insane. It was, it was unheard of for somebody of his caliber, somebody of his stature to just be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go coach this, this girl's team now. That's it. That's what I want to do. I want to give back. I want to give back to my family. I want to share the thing that I was so passionate about my whole life, the thing that I devoted my life to. I want to share that with my family in a positive way. Coach, mentor, guide. All right? And if you hear the stories about the way his daughter played, about the way his daughter interacted, like she was she was going to be the queen mamba, right? She was going to be she had that killer instinct just like her dad. I mean, if you've watched the podcast a few times, you know I have an 8-year-old daughter. And at the time, I was teaching martial arts about 15 hours a week and she was a student at the school I was teaching at. And so when he passed away, like that that was the the first thing in my mind is like me and my daughter were getting ready for a tournament where we were both competing in the tournament. She was competing as a four year old and I was competing, you know, as a as a you know, an advanced black belt at the time. And it was it was just like it was numbing to to think about, regardless of his status as a celebrity, like this dad who was just sharing something that he loved so much with his daughter, and it was taken in an instant. You know, I couldn't help but just freeze and just reflect on the things that I get to share with my daughter. You know, I'm not a multimillionaire. I haven't found my skill set that's going to put me on the map like that. I don't have the world beckoning for my attention. But it didn't that none of that mattered to him when it came to his kids. He just they were they were his priority now. His family was his priority. He was out there just hustling as a dad. That that one that's why. Right? You got so many people who love him for his skills, love him for his basketball, love him for, you know, his marketing or his mentorship of other athletes or his celebrity status, or his rings. All these things that aren't who they really are. It was, it was, that's, all, that's all what Kobe did. That wasn't what he was. What he was was a dad. Somebody who loved his kids, a husband. You know, when he passed away doing that, he passed away <laughs> giving his kids a life that millions around the world would only dream of. And that's why it was really sad. It was just this dude who was so different in his world. And just, he was cool to just be dad, be normal. You know, for athletes, being normal is vulnerability. He spent so much time being this elite thing, being this this titan, this, this gladiator that people flock to you and pay hundreds of dollars just to watch you perform your art. Like they're supernatural to a society with the way they can do things. 
But that's not who they are. Like, they leave their arena. They leave their coliseum. And whatever happens after that, those decisions that they're making afterwards, after the PR reps leave, after the game's done, after their handlers go home for the night, when they can just be themselves, what do they do then? Those decisions are what make who that person really is. You know, for Kobe, it was, where's my kids? You want to put up shots? You want to just chill? You want to watch a movie? Like, I mean, he could give them whatever he wanted. You know, he, he, could, he could give them just any materialistic thing in the world. Like so many people, like so many millionaires, billionaires, celebrities who have families, he could give them whatever materialistic thing they asked for. Kobe knew that wasn't what was going to last a lifetime for them. He knew that his time was the most valuable thing. Think about every second, every minute that he spent with his family was a minute that he wasn't out earning money. Obviously, like you have celebrities, you have millionaires, they always figure out how to make money all the time, right? They make their money, their money works, right? But there's also that that active income that all celebrities have, that active, like, let me go out and do celebrity events. Let me go out and make appearances and, and make a couple million dollars for that. And Kobe was trading millions for quality time with his family. Like you say you can't put, you can't put a price on family. You can't put a price on the time you spend with your family. And that's true. It's it's priceless. It, it's it's has an infinite value, right? But you can quantify, like think about the millions that he would sacrifice just to go coach a girl's team. I, I mean, like a girl's middle school, high school AAU team. And I'm not, it's that that's not to say that's not to knock a female team. My point is, when you think about celebrities and athletes in that way that's just not something that you normally see them go spend their time doing and that 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 is my point one of the greatest to ever play the game was just sharing his knowledge just to do so he was sharing his knowledge just so that he could spend extra time with his kid there is such a massive lesson that men all across our society are missing in that story. You know, there was a, a, a run of hashtag girl dad after he passed away, but it fades. It goes away. Society moves on. Society forgets. Who's thinking about Kobe every day? His family is. You know, maybe a few people in the Lakers organization here and there. People that were around him every day, but society moves on. You know, in the grand scheme of, of the existence of life, he's he's a he's a, a blip on the radar. But to his family, he was everything. For much more than just the financial aspect that he was able to bring in. You know, he sacrificed everything to give time. You know, we work, we watch, we look on our phones. We go work 40 hours a week and then we come home and we turn on our Xbox and start throwing sticks thinking we're some dragon slayer or we're really in the league in 2k or something like that right and our, and our kids are just 
begging for us to just look at them. Just put all that away. Spend time. Teach me something. You know, me and my daughter, we get to share martial arts. You know, I haven't been a teacher for a year. She stopped taking classes. She does dance now, but wrestling, we can wrestle around and it still counts. She's still learning something there, you know? We start wrestling and then, okay, I get her stuck in somewhere and then I teach her how to get out and now we're, we're training jujitsu, but we're just goofing around. She knows how to do oil changes. She can change a tire. Like, you know, skill sets that I have, I share with her just so that I can spend some time with her. It's to develop her. It's right. It's to teach her skills. That's great. But just to spend time with her. That was so relatable about him. It was so impactful. That was, that was such a, there was such a real thing. He was human. All right, celebrities are supernatural. I said that a little while ago, but when you see them interact with their children, that's that's humanity. That's them just being real. That's them. That's the vulnerability. You're seeing the thing that they care about the most in that moment. You know, for all the BS that that people give LeBron, and I did a podcast, a, you know, a couple weeks ago where I gave him some 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 BS for. The way he handles China and BLM and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, before all that, it's a damn good father. You ain't, you, you never heard about a scandal between him and his wife or a problem with his kid. Like, none of that. Right? He goes to, he goes to the Lakers games. He goes and plays his game. And then he's on the sideline watching his kids, you know. He might make a spectacle every now and then, show off for the crowd a little bit, whatever. But that that's that's here and there. He's still he's there in the moment to watch his kids hustle, to watch his kids ball out. Those are those moments. He he definitely took that from Kobe. You know? I mean, LeBron LeBron obviously knows what the importance of a male figure in a household is, right? A a, a, a strong nuclear family. Because he didn't necessarily have one growing up, so he wanted that for his kids and he made it happen. Those are those moments of celebrity life where you're like, yo, all right, so this person's a little bit human. Those are the things that should be the things that are remembered when they pass away. Kobe's great. Kobe balled out for a long time. Kobe's one of the the greatest of all time. Kobe took over the league from Jordan. None of that's relevant. What matters is those vulnerable moments, those human moments. He was... He was dad. He was girl dad. Just out there loving it. Loving being with his kids. Loving spending time. Loving watching them succeed. Helping them. Guiding them. Coaching them. Mentoring them. He put probably more effort into that than into being a ball player. He cared about that more than playing ball. You know, and we talked about at the beginning of this how focused and driven he was at being the best basketball player in the world and you can still see by the way he interacted with his family that he cared about his family more than he cared about balling it's just like all death sucks all death is sad when i say that i i include celebrities in that but i don't put them above anybody else in death oh man that sucks right but there's certain ones that hurt more because they meant something different. That's normally not the celebrities. It's normally your mom, dad, grandparents, aunts, uncles, siblings, in my case, a child. Those all hurt way more than the the people you don't know. know? 
no pain will ever top the loss of my own child. I'm, I'm not trying to compare a celebrity death with my own. But, you know, that's just to say, like, hundreds of thousands of people die every day, but when you see somebody who seems to be living it all right, who has the priorities in the right place, who's taking care of his family, just trying to do a good thing, just trying to give his family a life that they don't have to dream about because they're living it, you know, they'll always feel different. They'll always feel a little bit extra. So that's why I just want to kind of put that out there. He's not somebody I knew. He's not somebody I grew up with. Not somebody from my block. Nothing like that. It's just, just a dad loving on his kid. Tragically, they lose their lives together. Try, just trying to share something that they both loved. It was the hardest part to kind of sit back and understand or sit back and realize when it came time when they passed away they were just living in a moment and then all of a sudden it's gone you know people pass away something like kobe something like something like that all right the people close to you or the people who have impacted you that pass away and you sit back and you try and figure out all right so what do i do like how how do i how do i live how do i do i remember them how do i make sure they're not forgotten Right. One of the one of the things that scare me and my wife the most are that the people who knew our first daughter Michaela will forget that she existed. She was eight months old when she passed away. You know, we just we don't want people to forget that she was around, that she was that she's a member of our family. You know, so if, to me, I try and make my decisions as if she's she's looking at me, right? Like, am I making Michaela proud right now or not? Because, you know, I have a Christian faith, so I believe in heaven, I believe in hell. I believe my daughter's up in heaven, which means she's got an aerial shot to everything I'm doing, right? So, you know, I fail a lot because I'm human. I fall short of my standard multiple times a day, as we all do. But I try, I, I try and consistently make my decisions as if she's watching. Am I making her proud or not right now? And that, that's what I do to kind of carry on, to make sure that she's not forgotten in life, to, to continue to share the happiness that she gave us. You know, so think about that when you have people who are close or people, you know, a, a death that affects your life. Even if it is like, even if you are somebody who who is impacted by by celebrity deaths, even like Betty White, Bob Saget, like if those people were super impactful to your life, Kobe, you know, try and find out what they were as a real person, not the actor, not the character they played, because those, those are totally different humans, and try and find out what they were about as a real person. Kobe was about his family. Now, so if that impacted you, live that way. Put that put that Mamba mentality effort into your family. So I'm going to end it there. I hope you all enjoyed this one. Again, I apologize. It's a day late. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please leave a review. Five stars let me know it's good. One star let me know it sucks. But either way, you're giving me feedback and let me know how to improve. All right? Leave me a comment on YouTube if there's a topic you want to see me cover. Uh, 
Share it with your friends if you enjoy the conversation. Let's get them involved. Let's keep moving forward. All right. Appreciate y'all stopping by. Go wake your monster. Peace.